0: One of the things that many Christians struggle with, and I myself as a Christian struggle with pretty much constantly, is to accept that I have been forgiven by God, by Jesus when I ask for forgiveness. And it's not necessarily that I am not forgiven. It's that even though I may know that I'm forgiven, I still feel dirty. I still feel like I don't deserve God. Like I still feel unworthy. Have you felt like this? When you pray, when you ask for forgiveness, afterwards, do you still feel like you're not quite there, that God, you know, may need something else from you in order to give you forgiveness? If you have, let me tell you right now that you are not alone. I have been there. I have close friends that have been there and I have heard this many, many times over throughout, you know, my years attending church. So let's talk about this today. Let's talk about how can we accept by faith that jesus forgives us when we ask for forgiveness what needs to be in the back of our head or what you know stories or verses the bible give to us to assure us that once we come to god he forgives us and he forgives us for good and if we are thinking that we are dirty and unworthy it's because it's on our mind it's definitely not in god's mind let's talk about this in today's episode of upside down talks with never far enough Have you ever gone to a store, uh, liked an article or an object in the store and went to ask for the price? And when the person tells you the price, you're like, uh, the price is so low that you just can't believe it. So you feel the urge to ask again what the price is. Have you have you been in a situation like this or it doesn't need to be in a store, just in in any situation where the person, uh, you know, is making a deal with you or some sort of business transaction where it's just too good to be true. Have you even heard that phrase? It's just too good to be true. The fact of the matter is that we humans are used to decades and centuries of lying and cheating and deceiving, you know, as a sinful race. That's just that's just embedded in our culture. And this basically causes that when we hear things that sound too good to be true, we are a bit skeptical about it. So I think, I heavily think that this has influenced to a great degree our relationship with God. Because God's story, it is, God's story with us, it is indeed a too good to be true story. The thing is that this one happens to be true. You know, a God that is so powerful and majestic and glorious and almighty and loving, redeeming a race a fallen race like us, it's just very hard to process and assimilate. But that is the case. This is true. So it is very hard when we go into the Bible, for instance, and in Isaiah chapter one, verse 18, it says, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. So when we read verses like this, it's just hard for us to understand how God can forgive Someone like us, after having done what we would consider a terrible thing in the Bible, God, you know, he forgave murderers and adulterers and fornicators and, uh, you know, all sorts of horrible sins that it's just hard for us to understand. How can he done it? How can God, you know, after forgiving us, live with us as if that had never happened? It's just hard in the Bible, in in Matthew, in Matthew 11, verse 24 says, What things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. So verse like this, once we pray that God is telling you, believe that I forgive you and that's it. It just seems too good to be true. It seems um, not right you know, into our minds. But the thing is, again, that this is a too good to be true case. This is true. God is like that. And God is asking us to have faith in him. When we read the Gospels, we see stories like the one of the paralytic that he had been decades without being able to walk. And even after decades, Jesus said, stand up, grab your things and walk away. And guess what? The man did exactly that. He did not question Jesus. He didn't say, are you sure I can stand up or can you help me stand up? No, the man, after having been decades without walking, he just stood up and walked away because he trusted Jesus' words. We see the same with the woman that had a blood flow problem. She said, if I can only touch Jesus' garment, I will be saved. And because she believed with such a strong faith that it was going to be done, it was done. And over and over and over, we see similar stories of Jesus walking here on earth and how faith was, you know, rewarded. How people, when they acted in faith and they believed it was done so. So it is no surprise when Jesus asked the same from us. He basically asked us to believe that we are, you know, we, we are forgiven. In Romans 8, verse 1 says, There is therefore no, no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. And in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18 and 19 says, You were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. And I think, actually, I don't think I know that God left many verses in the Bible talking about his mercy because he foresaw that we were going to be in the condition that we are today. That we're going to find it super hard to assimilate the fact that God can forgive us to the point that it's going to be as if nothing had ever happened. And when we have negative thoughts in our mind, when we feel dirty and unworthy, even after asking for forgiveness, that's us basically not trusting that God will do what he says he's going to do. One of my favorite books is the book Steps to Christ. It was written by Ellen G. White. And Steps to Christ is exactly, you know, what it sounds like is what are the steps that we take to get closer to God, to Christ? And in this book, it talks heavily about forgiveness because Clearly, the, the, the sinning and forgiveness is, is the one topic that makes us feel the most distance from God. When we sin, which we all do um, um, to different degrees, it's just, uh, you know, it's impossible for it not to stain a relationship with God. So when, it, when that happens, it separates us from him. And this book is all about how to process the fact that we're sinners how to ask for forgiveness, and most importantly, how to believe in faith that we are forgiven. And in that book, uh, in chapter 6, it's called Faith and Acceptance, uh, almost one of the paragraphs towards the end says, With the rich promises of the Bible before you, can you give place to doubt? Can you believe that when the poor sinner longs to return, longs to forsake his sins, the Lord sternly withholds him from coming to his feet in repentance? Away with such thoughts. Nothing can hurt your own soul more than entertain such a conception of our Heavenly Father. He hates sin, but he loved the sinner. And he gave himself in the person of Christ, that all who would might be safe and have eternal blessedness in the kingdom of glory. What stronger or more tender language could have been employed than he has chosen in which to express his love towards us? He declares, can a woman forget her sucking child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yeah, they may forget, yet I will not forget thee. And that last portion there, does a verse extracted from Isaiah chapter 49, verse 15. So, do you see now, do you see how important it is for us to not entertain such thoughts that, by the way, come from our enemy? God forgives us away with such thoughts. Don't think that you're not forgiven. Don't think that you're unworthy. Just come to Jesus. Bend your knees. Confess your sins. Ask for forgiveness and believe that you're forgiven because God had said so. A few days ago, I was I was struggling with. Um, With a similar situation myself, I was struggling about believing that I was, you know, unworthy, uh, distant from God. And I opened this book. I happened to read this chapter by pure coincidence. I now know that it wasn't coincidence. And tears started coming out of my eyes because it's just God's love is so pure. His mercy is so abundant that it's just hard, 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 hard to believe that I am redeemed in the blood of Christ. It's hard that I can act as if I had done nothing wrong when I know I did. But hey, if God is willing to let it go, why wouldn't I be willing to let it go? And I ask the same of you, if if that sin that you committed, that you think, you know, you have shame and, and remorse, if you came to God and asked for forgiveness and he's telling you, I'll forget it, why don't you forget it? Let it go. Let's learn to trust God. Let's learn to believe in him the way that he asks us to believe in him. Would you trust in him? Know that he will always come true to his word. And I promise that your life will never be the same. When you come to God asking for forgiveness, he forgives you. Do you forgive yourself? He did, and so should you.